There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I mentioned the coronation. Uh, that's on tomorrow. It's on television all over the place. BBC have given it to RTE for free and they'll be carrying it for four hours Sky will have it. Everyone will have it tomorrow. All day long, pretty much. For several hours anyway, everywhere. And but we will watch it. It will be watched. Why are RTE showing it? Because people will watch it. Simple as that. You can say you won't, but you will. Um, one of the reasons I'll watch it, or certainly watch some of it anyway, is because I'm fascinated by how the British do pomp and ceremony. They do it like nobody else on the planet. And also, there's a kind of a fascination, I think, with the royal family anyway. Uh, I can remember uh, Charles and Di's wedding, and I can remember Kate and William's wedding, and people taking rooms, actually taking rooms in hotels and function rooms here to have royal wedding parties. I saw it. I covered one as a journalist. I went to one. People got together in a room, I think it was the Metropole or somewhere, for William and Kate's wedding. And they were there in their finery for a royal wedding, for a family that they'll never meet or never see. So there is a fascination, whether they're prepared to admit it or not. And when the Queen came here and went to the English market, the whole town went out to see. But so with, And there's a, an exhibition in, the papers were full of this, an exhibition of Diana's dresses that goes on sale, or goes on exhibit, rather, in Kildare this week. And on, remember dresses, was it, was it, Pip, was it Kate or Pippa? Kate, I think, or her sister Pippa, one of the two of them anyway, wore a dress to an event a few years ago and it sold like hotcakes from every shop on the high street for, for days and weeks afterwards. It, it, look, whether we are prepared to admit it or not, we have a certain fascination with the royal family. And the coronation, whether you're interested or you're not, or whether you'll watch it or you won't, it's probably the biggest international news event to happen in this part of the world this weekend, if, if not so far this year. And one man who will be there, right at the heart of it, is Arthur Edwards, who is the veteran royal photographer from the Sun newspaper. Now, he's taken literally thousands of pictures, not just of Charles and Di, but of every royal since he joined the paper over 45 years ago. And the coronation is taking place on the same weekend that a new documentary about Arthur is released to celebrate his career. That uh, drops 
this weekend. Arthur also has very, very strong connections to Cork. And he's done the opinion line with me a few times over the last number of years. And Arthur, uh, it's, it's really good to speak to you again. Good morning. It's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, it's one of my favourite places in the world, Cork. Recently been over there for a confirmation and uh, I love it so much I bought a house there. <laughs> we'll talk about your Cork connections a little later. But Arthur, yeah. you've been working with the Royal Family, taking their pictures for over 40 years. When you got into being a press photographer, was it the Royal Family was where you always wanted to work or how did you end up there? No, it was a mistake. I was having, a, I'd not joined the paper long, two years I've been and uh, doing general news and cricket and and football and uh, getting a good run of it. And um, and then one day a, a reporter in the office on a Sunday said, do you want to come to the polo this afternoon? And I went to the polo at, at Windsor and uh, Prince Charles was playing. And at the end of the match, I didn't have the long lenses or anything then, uh, but he fed polo, he fed sugar to his polo ponies. And I got a really cracking picture and I took it in and it went straight in the paper the next day. And I thought well, that was good, you know, because it's very difficult to get a picture in a national newspaper here. And um, so I went the following Sunday as well and then got it, did it again. And I thought, well, this is not too bad, you know, and I started, you know, not still doing my other work, but, you know, just keeping my eye on that. And there was no one else doing it. There was no other photographers there. You know, it was just, he'd just come out of the Navy. And the uh, editor said to me, well, Prince Charles made a speech at 30 was a good time to get married. And he was now just come out of the Navy, he was 28. And he said to me that, so I want to find out, who, I want you to find out who he's going to marry now. Where do you start? The only thing I knew that he played a lot of polo. Yeah. So I went match after match and I got great exclusive stuff. And then the other newspapers sort of woke up to the idea that this was a big story. And one day I photographed his bald spot and he pulled me up about it. And uh, I said, look, he said, you've been getting, uh, I said, have you been getting much grief over it? He said, no, he said, but everywhere I go, people are photographing the back of my head. <laughs> so that's how we, that's our first ever conversation. And then I just carried on and then I found Diana and, uh, and then I thought, you know, it's all going to come to an end then. So I sent him a telegram, but was worked with a great reporter at the time, royal reporter called Harry Arnold. And we sent him the king, or the king now, but the Prince of Wales then. A telegram saying congratulations on your engagement to Lady Diana Spencer. I hope you both be very happy. Mm. And the next day, one came back from him to us saying, "Thank you for your kind words. I hope you won't be made redundant." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, of course, there was the wedding and the build-up to the wedding, and and of course, after that, the, very soon after that, they were expecting their first child, William, and and then we did this massive tour to Australia. And um, we just never stopped working. It was uh, it was like every day doing something different. And then, of course, Diana got very involved in different charities. So it just went on and on and on. And you know, I did then I did all these massive tours around the world, and well, just a, just a, a great job. And and I've never ever felt happier doing it. Is it possible, Arthur, to get to know someone like Charles? on any kind of a personal level. Is it fair to say you consider him something of a friend after all these years? You know, people have suggested that to me. I don't I never agree to that really. I feel I feel like he call, he calls me Arthur and I call him Sir. Oh. Or Your Majesty. And and that's how it's always gonna be. But on my big birthdays, I'm now eighty two, but my big birthdays sixty, seventy, eighty, always sent me a lovely present and wrote me a beautiful letter. 
Mm. And he, every Christmas, he invited my wife and I to his Christmas party. Mm. And he made a big fuss of my wife, which I really, that really impressed me because, you know, she, I would never have achieved anything without her. Mm. And because she just brought up our children while I was. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Chasing the rolls around the world, photographing them for the paper. And, and and he was just wonderful with her. Mm-hmm. He And then slowly I began to realise this man wasn't just about playing polo. He was doing amazing things. Like he came out of the Navy and he started the Prince's Trust with his Navy pension. Yeah. He got a, he got a, he got a gratuity as he left the Navy and he put that in. He started the pension, started the, um, the Prince's Trust. And, and that started to grow and, and have great results. And then... He became a visionary. He then, con- you know, condemned poor architecture. He was the original environmentalist, really, wasn't he? He was. And he was wrote, and I can tell you now, PJ, 30, 40 years ago, we were going to the rainforest. I've been to every rainforest in the world. I've been three times to the Amazon rainforest, where he's pleaded with the president, stop ripping up this precious resource. And he said, and he kept saying, it's not for you, it's not for me, it's for our children and our grandchildren. And he went on and on and on, and he never stopped. And now everybody now is concerned about it. It's almost too late, you know, the way the, the, mm. the planet's going now. I mean, it's 40 degrees in Spain last week in April. And, you know, it's just crazy. So he was right, and, he, and he's very much a visionary. And he's a man that's never frightened to speak up. Mm. And you cannot praise him. He's a very humble man. You know the Irish, um, Arthur. Yeah. You know the love that was here, for example, for Diana. Uh, and yeah. you know that even to this day, people here look at Charles and look at Camilla and, and, and they don't see what you're talking about. Is that fair to say? Well, you know, yes and no. I mean, I've been coming ever since the Queen came in 2011, I think it was. Mm. The Prince has come back every year. Every year we go... Well, to a different part of Ireland, we've been. We were in last this last year. We were in um, Kilkenny and and Tipperary and Waterford. I've been all over. I've been to the west. I've been to hmm. down to Kerry. All these places. He wanted to keep the spirit that the Queen uh, brought to this between our two countries when she came. And every he comes now, I've seen huge crowds for that. TJ. Yeah. I've seen him hit the, hit the hurling out the park. I've seen him. 
Camilla at the, the, with the, with the racehorses. She was Henry de Bromhead stable last year. I went with her. I'm just hoping he comes if he can go again as the king. Now it's a kind of whole different level. It is whether he can come next year, but I hope he does because you know. And I came to every one of those visits, and I love it. And even last year, when all the all the press pack, all the people coming to the Royals went to the West Indies hmm. uh, with with William and Catherine. I came to Ireland with, with the King, with, with Prince Charles and Camilla, mm. and it was a great trip. When he went to the North shortly after becoming King, and he met Michelle O'Neill, and Michelle O'Neill now going to the coronation yeah. at, the week, at the weekend, given his military history, his own personal military history, yeah. times have changed so much. But then Sinn Féin's a whole different party now. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the primary party in the North now. Yeah. I mean, she's the... And if they ever get that assembly back, she's going to be the boss. And I can tell you now, that's a big change. And Sinn Féin is a lot better now. It's not, you know, don't people don't look on it as a crazy organisation. They look upon it as a, 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 a political party that's going to do good things for the, for the North. And, 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 you know, you can't ignore that. I mean, they have. They've really brought their... They're really, you know, they've got the people voting for them, which is tells you everything. And I mean, it's not like they're, they're they've imposed themselves. They've been, you know, elected. And you know, her coming is everything that the Queen brought when she came to Ireland when she made that great yeah. speech at Dublin Castle, which I was there for. That I'll tell you, it made my hair stand up. When she went to the the Garden of Remembrance in in uh, in Dublin, and, and you know, the, where the martyrs are buried. I mean, it's an incredible moment for that. You know, all that brought great goodwill, and he wants to keep that going. He feels this is a great country. Camilla loves it, this country, uh, and and uh, they just they do want to keep it going, and they want to, and uh, you know, embrace everybody. He wants to embrace all all faiths. He wants to embrace all political parties, and whatever's gone in the past, we've got to remember that's the past. You know, we've got to move on. It's like when people say, "Oh, I like Diana." Well, Diana died twenty six years ago. And and we have to all have to move on. We all have to take a different assessment of things as it as things change, and and it's a natural thing to do. Time times times do change, indeed. You mentioned that, that you're eighty two, but you are still working, and you are working for the coronation. I am indeed, yes, and uh, and for the last ten years, on my annual review at the Sun every year, there's a section that said, "What are your plans for the next year?" Hmm. And for the past 10 years, I've put to cover the King's coronation, never thinking I was going to do it, always just with a little bit tongue-in-cheek. And, uh, and of course, this year I'm going to do it. The company, my company I work for, you know, they've been, they're all behind it. You know, they've made this documentary of my life, yeah. which um, is going out tomorrow on uh, Talk TV, which, which I'm so excited about. I mean, it's really... They've really did it so well, you know. They've just everything. Me meeting the Holy Father. I mean, this is. I'll give you an instance. We went to Rome, and and one photographer only can do the Prince meeting Pope Francis. Yeah, I was standing outside doing the arrivals, but that's all. He knows I'm a Catholic. He knows I'm a practicing Catholic, and he sent his press officer out, and he came up and he said to me, "Put your camera down. Come with me." And I went in and he introduced me to Pope Francis and it's on the video. And if you get a chance to see it, I urge you to see it, PJ. It's a very moving moment for me. I'm looking forward to that. Holy Father, this man is the most important man. He's been working with me for 40 years and introduced me to Holy Father. 
And I don't know how he did that because everybody that goes to meet the Pope, you have to be, the name has to be given two weeks before to be security cleared. But somehow he made that happen. But he's, you know, he's wonderful. And, um, and I can't tell you, you know, on other personal things, which I don't want to discuss on the radio. Of course. And because it's so personal, he's been absolutely superb. And, uh, and I can't tell you, uh, there's a big argument going on here. A lot of young people, they're saying, are not interested in the Royals. Well, young people are not interested in anything like that. They're also interested in going dancing and records and yeah. going out with other, other young people. Arthur, your Cork connections, very strong. You're married to a Cork woman. Well, um, sadly, I just lost her. She's, uh, she died in November. Yeah. But we've, we have, we've got a nice little house in, near Cork City, and we are... My whole family are in love with Cork. We were all over there uh, two weeks ago for confirmation of one of Anne's um, uh, nieces' little girl. And, uh, and you know, all my children absolutely love it. They're all four, three of them, and all my grandchildren now are using this house. You know, I'm keeping the, I'm keeping the Cork connection alive for as long as I'm alive, and my children will as well because we... we Every, when they were children, when my children were children, when they were young children, they used to spend six weeks there, school holidays with their grandmother. And and so they loved it. And they've got friends there. So, yeah, it's strong. And um, and I still love it so much. And I'm going to try and get back more and more this year. Um, certainly once the coronation's out of the way, I'm going to try and get over. So, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's always been... Um, Almost every year we've had holiday there since I first went there in 1959 uh, when I first met Anne when I was 19 and uh, we got married when I was 21 and I've been coming every year ever since. So it, I've seen Cork City change. I've seen Ireland change. I mean, it, one stage it used to took me over five hours to get from Dublin to Cork. Now you can do it in just over two. So, you know, it's a massive change in a great country and great people. And when people say, what do you love about Ireland? More than anything, I say it's the people. The people are the nicest people, kindest people in the whole world. And I've travelled to over 120 countries, and I say that with a lot of authority. Great people. Arthur, it's wonderful to talk to you. And I know that the coronation this weekend is a big moment for you personally. So so have a great weekend. I will, PJ. And when I'm over in Cork next, I'll come and see you. That'd be great. Talk to you then. God bless. Take care. Thank you. Thank you, Arthur. That documentary, if you want to try and pick it up, Talk TV, you can find it on Sky. And it'll be, I think it drops on Amazon as well this weekend. If you have Prime, it's called Arthur, My Life with the Royal Family. Courts 96 FM.